I'm Justin Lesko, former pro MMA fighter and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt. Jiu-Jitsu has gone mainstream, at least kind of. There was an article published by Forbes this week about ADCC, Gordon Ryan, and how, as Forbes claims, Jiu-Jitsu finally pays. I have my thoughts on this article and some problems with it as well, and I want to talk about that big sponsorship Gordon Ryan just landed. But before we get into all of that, I want to once again lay out the case why Epic Roll should be the official outfitter of the upcoming ADCC. Epic Roll is gear designed by grapplers for grapplers, and that's what this tournament need. We don't need terrible looking dragon and flame rash guards, we need good stuff that looks cool while performing well. Also, Epic Roll is the the only nogi stuff I wear, and if the best guys in the world don't want to look like me, then they've got bigger problems than just trying to get paid for competing. And speaking of pay, Epic Roll is affordable. And if the ADCC organizers use the code PODCAST15 at EpicGirlBJJ.com, just think how much they would save on their order for every single competitor. And you can take advantage of those same savings too. EpicGirlBJJ.com Coupon code PODCAST15. Give Epic Roll a follow at Epic Roll BJJ and make sure you tag them when you're wearing your new Epic Roll stuff and they might just give you a shout out. You can visit their site via the link below and don't forget to save 15% with the code PODCAST15. Now that we've got the wardrobe sorted, let's talk Forbes and ADCC. Welcome to That Jiu Jitsu Podcast. If you haven't already read it, Forbes magazine did an article about ADCC and Gordon Ryan's big sponsorship that he just received this week. The article is called ADCC is finding that jujitsu finally pays. I'm going to go through the article and give you some thoughts I had while reading it. It starts off as you'd expect by giving the reader a brief background on what ADCC is since I'm assuming most people who are reading this article because they are regular Forbes readers and not just because they are jujitsu fans, those regular readers probably have never heard of ADCC and they might have zero idea what jujitsu is. The article quotes Mo Jassim, the man behind ADCC, and hopefully future friend of this program. So Mo, if you are listening, please, please, please respond to my DM and come on the show. But in the article, Mo says, quote, jujitsu athletes don't make money, end quote. And the article says that ADCC itself hasn't been profitable since 1998, but they did break even in 2019. This leads into the big news we saw this week about Gordon Ryan's sponsorship from Bitcoin Cash for an impressive $100,000 worth of their coin. I will have some thoughts for you on this sponsorship in just a few minutes, so stick with me. Mo Jassim helped facilitate this sponsorship and he correctly credits Gordon for doing things no one else can do and for being a polarizing figure in the sport. Mo goes on to say that fighter purses for the upcoming ADCC will be around $350,000 and production and hotel costs are going to be around $600,000. The article asserts that, quote, if there's one thing all combat sports fans relish and will pay their hard-earned money to see, it's a hyper-competitive athlete willing to stir the pot and accept all challenges, end quote. And they're talking here again about Gordon Ryan. And then that's it. That's the whole article. When I first saw everyone talking about ADCC getting a write-up in Forbes, I was excited and I was expecting a little bit more of an in-depth and longer article. 
but this is just 593 words. You could have tweeted out this whole article word for word in only 14 tweets, and yes, I actually did the math. Nevertheless, I am glad to see Jiu-Jitsu being talked about in a major publication like Forbes, and it's no surprise that Gordon Ryan is the main focal point of that article. Everything they said about him is true, and he is the best competitor on the planet right now. On top of being a polarizing figure, he's also making more money than anyone else is, and if we've learned anything from the likes of Floyd Mayweather or Conor McGregor, it's that people love flashy and controversial athletes who also happen to be at the top of their respective sports. Overall, I'm happy to see this article is published, and I will always be on the side of getting more publicity for jiu-jitsu and growing the sport by just exposing it to the masses. My issue, though, is with the title of this article, Jiu-Jitsu Finally Pays. Sure, it pays if you are the biggest star in the sport who has been undefeated for years and is the biggest draw out there. Jiu-Jitsu, as a whole, does not pay. Earlier, I mentioned Mo Jassim's quote about the fighter purses for ADCC and that they would be in the range of $350,000. I was looking at the flow grappling list of current competitors and competitors that were invited to compete and then the number of trial winners who will qualify and how the brackets will shape out. $350,000 would mean that each competitor will make just under $7,000 if the money were divided completely evenly across all competitors. $7,000 is great for one day's worth of work, but competing at ADCC is not a single day of work. It is years and years of training and months of training camp preparing for an event. Let's say you're competing at ADCC and you do a 12-week dedicated ADCC training camp. You're training as a full-time job, so instead of working 40 hours per week, you're doing a 40-hour training week. 40 hours of training sessions, workouts, running, recovery sessions, all of that added up to go out and make seven grand to compete means your training camp paid you about $14.50 an hour. I will not get into the debate about the $15 minimum wage, but $14.50 is less than the number people are currently debating about as a minimum wage. And those getting this pay are only people competing at ADCC. Every professional grappler who is competing on every show they possibly can is not making that much money. Saying that Jiu-Jitsu now pays because Gordon Ryan got one big sponsorship deal, it simply isn't accurate. One day I hope it's true that being a pro jiu-jitsu athlete means you're going to be paid a ton of money and it's a sustainable career, but right now, with very few exceptions, it's really, really, really hard to make that lifestyle work. As for Gordon Ryan's big sponsorship with Bitcoin Cash, I have some thoughts. First thought, good for him. He's the best competitor in the world and possibly the best competitor of all time and he brings the most eyes to the sport and if you love him or you hate him he's the one who deserves to make the most money right now i think the conor mcgregor analogy can be a little bit played out when it comes to gordon ryan but in terms of money i think it's appropriate here conor mcgregor will be the biggest pay-per-view draw in the ufc gordon ryan will be the biggest draw for adcc or whatever event he competes on so those guys should get paid the most regardless of their skill in Connor's case, but skill for Gordon is not an issue right now. If I were him though, I'd take that $100,000 in Bitcoin Cash and immediately convert it to Bitcoin because Bitcoin Cash is a bit of a scam as I've been told by my very trusted crypto advisors. 
But crypto in general, I think, will be a player in the jiu-jitsu sponsorship game. I think there is a big overlap between jiu-jitsu athletes and fans and then people who are interested in cryptocurrency. They're both sort of fringe activities. There have also been a lot of high-profile athletes in other sports who have been paid salaries in cryptocurrency, including Odell Beckham Jr., who was paid his entire salary in Bitcoin last year. Those of you out there who want to sponsor me for all that I bring to jiu-jitsu, you can feel free to pay me any way that you like. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it interesting. If you did enjoy it, why not share it with a friend? Just hit that share button on whatever app you're using to listen right now and send it to, I don't know, 30 to 40 of your closest friends. I'm still banged up after knee surgery, so I've got not much else to do besides work on this show. So there is a lot of stuff coming soon. I have a lot of interviews that I've already done that I just need to edit and put together. So please stay tuned for those. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you all next time.